everybody. Welcome to It's On Like Decom. And what's my name? Villain. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan, the villain. Is that from the movie? Yeah, but what's my name? Uma. What's oh, yeah. My okay, name? okay, okay. Uma's part, yeah. So what's your name? Uma slash Madeline. <laughs> what's up? Well, welcome to our Disney Channel original movie podcast. Sometimes, and now exclusively Sometimes. Descendants podcast. <laughs> exclusively. The fan, the fans demanded it. Yeah, we wanted to watch something else, but no. Yeah, we had a couple of things planned, but, uh, you know, it's December now. Yeah. But it's de- it's uh, now it's Descendants December. <laughs> oh, it's December. <laughs> December. December. It works out perfectly, actually, in a weird way. It does. And when we say the fans demanded it, we got me- we got IMs, instant Tons. messages from AOL. We got yeah. uh, DMs. Yep. DMs and IMs and, and AIMs <laughs> that were all asking for more descendants. The episode was a hit. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. calm down. Okay. We'll do it okay, again. Okay. Fine. We'll do the next ones. <laughs> And you know what? Luckily, Ryan, we got something that's going to aid us in doing this. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Me and Ryan, we're old. We're, you know, in our 30s. And we weren't sure that we were going to be able to take another one of the descendants. So Hillary Duff, personal friend of the podcast, um, she sent over some more charge rocks uh, from her daughter for us to use. Remember, go to chargerocks.com slash decom and get your own charge rocks 25 percent off yeah black friday special yeah uh so ryan i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna pass you a charge rock so you can uh right, you can use that at your it. at your leisure right, i'm gonna do it i forgot what i do do i sniff it do i like um sit on it all right here's Let's what you're gonna do you're gonna take that rock and you're gonna stick it in the nearest light socket okay and then see what happens you know what's unfortunate? In this room, it has no light sockets. Ryan, this is improv. <laughs> <laughs> I have a long extension cord going in here. Uh, oh, actually, I mean, I have the stuff that the things are plugged into. I can plug it into. Here we go. Okay. I found, there... I found a plug. There's a plug right here. There you go. Yes, and there's a plug. There. <laughs> Perfect. Um... Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> All right, here we go. Go! <laughs> I'm going crazy now. Holy shit. Is that a good hit? I'm charged. You charged? I'm charged. You want to go ahead and hit this All right, I'm going to take a hit. (laughs) You know what, Ryan? I love The Descendants. I have to tell you, it's my favorite movie. I cannot wait to talk to you about it. Oh, my God. The songs are just so much better. Oh, my God. They're so catchy. I was singing them all day. (laughs) What's my name? Uma. (laughs) Now I know what you're talking about. Now that I have my charge rock. I love the descendants so much. It's so good. <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah. Oh, this stuff's good. You got to check out these charge rocks. Yeah, check them out. And if you don't have a close friend like we do, uh, Hillary Claire Duff, as we all know, um, you can get them from our website, as, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Just slip. I mean, you keep, try to slip into her DMs like we did, but she we're first priority on the on HD's DMs. Yeah, we're in her top eight on MySpace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You can check. <laughs> oh, that stuff's crazy. I'm still feeling it. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
Yeah, well, feel free. You can, whenever you want it within, you can hit it. Fans at home, you can hit your charge rocks too uh, as, as you listen along. It'll be great. Uh, and you know what, Ryan? Should we, should we, uh, there's something else that charges me just like a charge rock. And yeah. it's the woman of the hour, the woman that we've been going on incessantly about for the last, I don't even know how many episodes. Which is, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this, on, you know, behind the curtain, but it may just turn into the, uh, a podcast dedicated to this, this woman. Yeah, I, I actually, Ryan, I think it's time for a business meeting. I want to bring this to you, bring it to the board. We're the board. I think this should be an exclusively CCR as in Christy Carlson Romano podcast and the descendants. What do you think about that? I kind of like that. It's pretty niche. And um, I think that's the way to do a podcast these days. There's so many movie podcasts. There's so many decom podcasts, but is there a CCR descendants charge rock podcast? I think we might be the only ones fingers crossed. (laughs) Okay. And you know what other decom podcasts we're coming for you. Just no, kidding. we're nice. We like you. We like you. We'll be your friends. <laughs> I mean, in theory, Madeline doesn't. She wants to bring you all down, and I am more of like trying to reach a hand out. Yeah, know? we have we have a lot of like disagreements over how this podcast is going to run. I think we should just be burning things to the ground. Ryan's a peacemaker, and you know what? I mean, we're, I'm, we're somewhere I'm, in the I'm middle. On the, I'm on the edge, though, burning. I'm I'm a what is it? Uh, we all we all got ways to be W I C K E D wicked. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. It. You know yeah. what? If you need to get more wicked, you got those charge rocks right there. Bam. We got them. I'm gonna hold off for a second, but I might get a get another hit of that here soon. Sounds good. Well, yeah. CCR. We kind of dove into like a little bit of a a a, a CCR sort of hole the last couple of days. I feel like. I can't stop thinking about her, Ryan. When I go to sleep, she's there. When I wake you up, you know that we're talking to Christy Carlson Romano. She's kind of been our our mascot for this show. And somehow, how did it come up that we started diving into her IMDb? Um, because I was looking for a shitty Christmas movie to watch, and I found a picture of her in one of the movies, and I sent it to you. That's it. And we went down hey, a world. You're a big fan of uh, kind of shitty Christmas movies. Well, that... one shitty Christmas movie, and I'm trying to chase that dragon into okay. un- finding another one, which I never will. It's called Holiday in Handcuffs. Everyone watch it. Trust. It's me. pretty great. It's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. That's another th- three name actress in that one. Melissa Joan Hart. She's my other. <laughs> I have many queens. That's a thing we sh- uh, you could do is do a podcast on the three name actresses or something like that. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Okay. Yeah. That kind of went down after the nineties and the early two yeah, thousands. Big nineties thing. What's some other ones? I can think of Mark Paul Gossler. That's three. <laughs> oh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. There you, you go. Know. <laughs> All right, Sarah. We did, forgot Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm, there you go. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm-hmm. Jada Pickett Smith. Yep. Um, trying to think of other kind of like Evan Rachel Wood. What was it about the early two thousands that made people want to do three names? 
I think it just, you know, the whole thing with that is, um, you know, it's a guild thing, whatever, like, or the, the, the SAG. And if you're, if there's already a, an Evan Wood, you can't be, you can't be another one, you know? So you need to be Evan Rachel Wood. And usually sometimes their middle name might not be that great. And so they end up picking something that has some literation to it. All right. You know? And do they get paid by the amount of names they have? Freddie Prince <laughs> <Maybe>. Jr.? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, let's see. Jennifer Jason Lee. She's mm-hmm. a classic. Sean William Scott. Whatever happened to him? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Stan Legend. Haley Joel Osment. Bryce Dallas Howard. There you go. There's a ton. All right. Jamie Lee Curtis, of course. I think we got to break out some theories about this. Number one, they get paid by the name. That's Number one theory. True. They take up more space on the poster. Oh, yeah. Because you really, you want your eyes to go to that spot on the poster, right? Mm-hmm. If your name is like Will Smith, it's going to be small. You're barely even going to see it. True, but they could make it bigger. Yeah. There. Oh, that's a good point. Like Schwarzenegger, for instance, like that took up the whole poster. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even have his first name on it. Do you think Schwarzenegger is a fake name? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. How do you come up with that? that he was like just, super califragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah. He just he let it noodle well, around and then he just said it. Yeah, just it was just happy. He would just have to be. He was yelling, and someone's like, "That sounded like a name." That was it. And he was lifting weights, but. Anyway, you sent me, this is the movie you sent me with uh, our, our girl CCR. It was Christmas with the Andersons. Mm-hmm. And I was, we were like, oh, no. And you haven't watched it yet, have you? No. No. I wanted to. <laughs> well, this is funny because we were talking, we were like, think maybe we'll have to do Christmas with CCR in the future. And maybe we'll be like Christmas in July or something since this Christmas is the Descendants December, you know? Um, but what kind of started on this little uh, rant was that I saw that the same year she had a movie called Christmas all over again that she's in. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And it came out 2016, the same year as Christmas with the Andersons. And then I saw that she directed this movie Christmas all over again. And I was just like, what? (laughs) Well, can she say she's a megawatt star? She does it all. She's the best. Um, and then what I thought was really funny is when I saw that the writer or one of the writers on the movie is Brendan Rooney, who's uh, our, our guy, our, her husband. Christy Carlson Romano, please blink three times in your next Cooking with Christy if you're okay. Yeah, please. Are you okay? <laughs> but yeah, that was just kind of one of those things where I was just like, and then I started going down this hill of like, like, I remember us talking about it. I'm like, she hasn't really done that much, but I guess I didn't look at her IMDb and she's done a ton of stuff that doesn't exist. Well, I'm intrigued by her thrillers such as maternal instinct. I really want to watch that one. (laughs) Maternal instinct. It says it's a TV movie in 2019, but like what channel is that on? Can we do a game where we try and figure out what the movie is based on the title? Okay, okay. Well, what I, Eternal Instinct, that's funny, is that the poster says it's called Cradles for Cash. Cra- okay, Cradles for so, Cash. So what do you what do you think? I don't know if you have it pulled open, but I do. Do you want to try to guess what Maternal Instinct's about? Okay. Okay, Maternal Instinct. Christy Carlson Romano 
sells her babies straight from the cradle in order to make a little bit of cash for her Hollywood career. Done. Hmm. Christy Carlson Romano uses wood and nails to make cradles for cash. <laughs> so, okay, this one says, uh, when a woman's baby is snatched from the hospital where she works, she joins forces with another victim of child abduction to tackle an illegal adoption ring. Does this sound like some Kunan shit? Yeah, I, I got to say, that's not as interesting as my idea, where she sells so. the baby. Let me pick a good one. Um... What do you think deadly daycare is, Ryan? Oh, man. <laughs> deadly daycare. Um, okay, how about something like in the idea of, I'm going to say Christy's probably a bad guy in this one. Okay. And she runs a daycare where, like, the kids get stolen or swiped or, like, sold on a black market or something like that. I mean, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's it. Basically, after a few years of financial hardship, a young mother decides to go back to work to help her ex-husband with the mounting bills. With no one to watch their four-year-old daughter, the mother decides to enroll her in the local daycare owned by a seemingly responsible older woman. Okay, this is longer than I thought. After a few weeks of Mia's awkward behavior, that's the child... Uh, the mom concludes her daughter might be getting mistreat- mistreated by Christy Carlson Romano, one of the daycare center teachers. That sounds rough. I know, but I just want, like, why can't we do, like, it, it's too safe. Christy, call us. We're, we can be your agents. We can help you do something that's not so safe. Yeah, like, uh, our associate producer asked, like, why can't she get in a real movie? Yeah. Like... All right, what do you what do you think Blood Circus is about? Blood Circus. Well, <laughs> Christy Carlson Romano weaves a horrifying tale as ringmaster of a circus that's just quote unquote not right. And then one night, while the kids are eating popcorn and peanuts, suddenly it gets bloody, and uh, the elephant steps on uh, uh, the the. <laughs> the audience the and it oh, gets bloody okay and that's bloody circus <laughs> well it's blood circus blood circus sorry <laughs> here's a, this is another one where the poster has a different name on it okay called house rules that's very different isn't that weird so blood circus a retired mma world champion gets caught up in an underground fight club called the blood circus and must fight to survive and save his family so there's not even a circus involved? No. That's not the name fun. of the fighting ring. I actually watched the trailer for this one and it looked it looked incredible. She's basically the wife of the MMA fighter that is going to the blood circus. And the idea it's like they're they're like fighting, like underground fighting, but they're they're streamed on the internet and the people bet from online for the 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 fighters. Okay, that does sound cool. <laughs> I would want to watch it. It doesn't really look too good, but that's the idea behind it. This is the type of shit that shows up in some weird red box in like the middle of nowhere. Yep. And then like that's people that are renting this stuff. Like this is the type of stuff when I worked at Hollywood Video back in the day that would come out all the time. And you're like, what is this? And then there might be like one no- name person in it. And it's it's strange to think that she became that. She became, and she's not even like a, 
I wouldn't say she's like a household name, but she's she's big for our generation. Yeah. And I think maybe if there's sort of like these people of our age that like watch Disney Channel, they're living in the boonies, might see this and be like, oh, look at Ren Stevens is in this one. <laughs> well, I mean, couldn't she at least get a Hallmark? Come on. You need to negotiate. That's surprising. Christine. Why hasn't she done the Hallmark circuit? Like uh, her, like um, uh, Melissa Joan Hart and yeah. the Full House Girls and Winnie Cooper. They're all doing the the Hallmark movies. Christy Carlson, call us up. We are going to get you in a Hallmark movie by the end of 2021, baby. Let's do lunch. I mean, they make like 30 Christmas movies a year, don't they? Yeah. Or something crazy like that. There's no reason she can't get one. I'm she convinced. Has to. Um, right. Ryan, what do you think the plot of Suicide Dolls is? <laughs> oh, God. This is another one where I watched a trailer of it or a Aww. clip. Should I give <laughs> but... you another name? Well, it's really she's in these really morbid movies. It's basically like a a plot of it's like two girls that are friends that decide to commit suicide but go on like one last little fun adventure before it or something like that. God, it's really strange. That's yeah, really it's really morbid, freaky. Like she like I want to be in serious stuff, but she's in these like weird movies. Yeah, how about uh, Bear with Us? <laughs> It's B-E-A-R. Okay, I saw that one on the list. Uh, Bear With Us is about a lady who falls in love with a bear and then has to bring the bear back to her family and explain their relationship. It's kind of like a picture that, uh, that movie that won Best Picture with the fish man. It's like that, but with bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds close. Sounds close. Is that, did I get it right? Uh, in an effort to salvage his relationship, a well-meaning control freak drags his girlfriend to a romantic cabin. Hilarity ensues with, when a ravenous bear, an affable forest ranger, and a crazy woodsman repeatedly interrupt the, his elaborate attempts at a marriage proposal. As his plans go up in flames, he must learn that some relationships aren't worth saving or face being eaten alive by his own securities, also by a bear. I mean, I would watch that too. I think we should stop watching these Descendants movies and watch these instead. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a new CCR podcast. I actually watched a trailer for this one, and it's like in black and white, which is weird. I don't know. That's what? an interesting choice. It's going to be really hard for me to not watch all of these after this is over. I mean, we're, we may have to do do some 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 one offs or maybe ten offs of CCR movies for the Patreon. Yeah, that'll be for the Patreon. <laughs> but uh, she has an incredible list of movies, and it goes on for keeps going. We, we need to watch at least these Christmas movies. Hundred percent. Sure. That's gonna be on the docket. At least, especially the one she directed. That I think that counts. I want a, the one that the Marine husband wrote because I want to look the, for that's signs. the one Christmas all over again that yeah. uh, she directed and he wrote. I want to make sure she's okay. Yeah, it's we need to get her in some some Hallmark movies. Maybe the popularity of this podcast will get some buzz going for CCR. Oh, you know it will. Well, we've done the CCR portion of the show. CPR with CCR. CPR with CCR. Uh, Ryan, we did watch a movie this week. Yes, we were told by our fans to wa- keep watching Descendants, and we watched D2. 
descendants. Yep. And before I go any further, I'm going to need another... Descendants! Love that movie. It was so good. What do you think about Descendants 2? All right. The 2 is a big... uh, It's a tentacle. It sure is. (laughs) It sure is a tentacle. Um, Here's my thoughts, Ryan. Um, You know how last time I said there are no stars in this movie? I was wrong. Well, I was right in that case. But there is a very specific star in Descendants 2. And I said, do you think... Who, who do you think I'm referring to? I am. I thought maybe it was, it's one of two. Okay. But I think I know who it is for you. Okay. Who do you think it is? I think, and it's, you're talking about, we, we were mentioning that there's no. Um, no Kirsten know, Storm's energy. Kirsten Storm energy. That's what the decom needs is Kirsten Storm's energy. That's right. They need to feel the, 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 the storm. Yeah. And um, I'm going to guess, I, I think I have another one. But your favorite, I think, is going to be Dizzy. I love Dizzy, but she is not the one that I projected oh, as a decom sure. star. Okay, can I take another guess then? Yeah, take another guess. Um, I'm going to... What about um, uh, Gil, Gaston's kid? You know, he's good. And I'm going to say I liked <sighs> Captain Hook's kid, too. But my Harry? all-star this week, say her name, Ryan. Oh, okay, why not... <sighs> It's Uma, obviously. Uma, yes. Okay. She does have Kirsten Storm energy for sure. She's a goddamn star right there. Kick all these other people out. Don't need them. You're right. Yeah. She is good. I, I thought that too, that when she comes on, even though I, I am very question, I have lots of questions about everything going on in her uh, her world, mm-hmm. but she is um, Ursula's daughter, Uma. Uma, say her name. She is good. She's good. She's she's bouncing off the movie for sure. Yeah, she sings. She raps. She uh, has Dances. good like stage presence because like I feel like a lot of the Disney characters or a lot of the decom kids in this mo- in these movies are lacking like star power energy, and she has that. I feel like you know she's projecting and she's kind of like doing stuff with her face and like she's really like moving and stuff and making choices and yeah. Yeah. And she seems she seems like a real person. And I like that because I was telling Ryan this something that bothers me about the descendants burst both in the first one and the second one is none of these people feel like real kids. Like they all feel like these Instagram filtered people. They all yeah. seem so fake for some reason. They all seem kind of like AI or something. Yeah, and I mean, they sing really computerized as well, mm-hmm. and that's really distracting to me. But Uma... Yeah isn't that way to me. Yeah, I, I agree totally. I, just, I can't believe I didn't have her on the list. But those other ones too. Dizzy was just like this little character we meet that's like this hairstylist. And what she, her like, she her aunt or something is, um, is it one of the stepmoms or something like that? Yeah, I believe it's one of the evil stepsisters. Stepsisters. Mm-hmm. And I thought she was, I thought that was who you're talking about. I was like, she's, she's, she's having fun. You know, she oh, feels she's Disney. Cute too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought it, you, this was a surprise, but so there's a team of another group of, you know, villains and one of them is Gaston's kid. Mm-hmm. And I thought his like kind of throwaway kind of deliveries were kind of good. Yeah. I thought he, he was, was fun. He was kind of like, uh, there was like a moment where he runs into them and he's like, Oh, Hey, how are you doing guys? Kind of thing. But like, not in like a, like really, really subtle way. 
that made sense. You know, he's like delivering these really shitty, like corny lines, but doing it really kind of like um, Ryan Reynoldsy, I guess. Oh that yeah, sense. that guy is Ryan Reynolds' energy. Yeah. Kind of like um, not that he's yeah. It was just good. It was just really. <laughs> I was just like surprised by that. When everyone else is kind of like, like you said, robots. Yeah. And so I also liked the other villain they introduced, which was Captain Hook's son. I feel like they were leaning way too far into the Johnny Depp eyeliner thing. But other than that. At least he looks, he's kind of uh, doing something, you know? Yeah, kind he of made slithering a around. You know? He was, Harry was his name. Harry. Because the H for hook. Yeah. <laughs> he has a hook, too. But he doesn't need it. It's not like his hand is gone. This is one thing. I mean, I guess we'll get into, you know, what the movie is about, I guess. But there's so many pirates. Like, they're all pirates. Ursula, uh, Uma's a pirate. And Gaston's a pirate. And it's kind of strange. Didn't it come off weird to you how many pirates there were? I feel like they wanted to vibe into the pirates are so hot right now thing. <laughs> pirates are in this year. Yeah, that's what that's definitely what it felt like. But, you know, I will say I preferred being in the Isle of the Lost and like Ursula's little chip hut or whatever it was to being Fish at the school chips. so much. I was like, please oh, never yeah. take me back to that goddamn school again. I don't want to be there. Yeah, it, it definitely has a lot more of a theatrical kind of thing to it. Like it, they're kind of leaning into like the stage musical kind of uh, sets. In that yeah, way. totally. Um, and it feels, yeah, and those characters too are, are so theatrical. At least other than our main four, the you know. Yeah, who are just pieces of freaking bread the whole movie, Ryan. The what? The, the four. I I can't understand <laughs> like. There are parts where it's trying to make those four seem like, oh, we're the best of friends. We're going to have girl talk right now. And it's just like their relationship is so undeveloped. I don't care at all. Carlos and Jay have nothing to do ever. Nothing. I feel like I don't I understand know. the point. <laughs> I, uh, I, for some reason, like what Evie's doing in this one. I do, too. I knew you were going to say that also. You did? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I I do feel like Evie had the most character development of the four. She just feels like she figured it out and isn't is like uh is is like doing like going um high, but also is like um I don't know. Just seems cooler. I don't know. It's a weird. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to figure it out. But she she's the one from last episode was Evil Queen's uh, um daughter, but. She kind of felt like she figured it out of the four, at least. She's yeah, the best one. I agree. I agree. I think she is the strongest of the four by far. And it's sad, yeah. too, because I think that both the actor who plays Carlos and the one who plays Jay, I feel like they could definitely go places. I just don't think they have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lot of characters to juggle around. Yeah. You know? That's part of it, too. Um. Yeah, so the, the Descendants Two is basically, you know, takes up, I guess, up on um, like six months later from our last last movie, where the last movie ended with Mao Maleficent's kid is basically getting together with Ben, who's uh, the Beast and Belle's kid, and they're going to be king and queen, I guess, of the of the what's the name of the the land Disneyland of Disneyland, <laughs> yeah, Disneyland. That's right. 
And um, and so she's kind of having second thoughts, and she's feeling, you know, because she's, may I say, rotten to the core. <laughs> And so she's kind of like, it's almost like the evil is, is escaping her, you know? She doesn't understand it, you know? And it goes, and then basically it ends up being that there's like a kind of a feud with her and Ursula's kid, Uma. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to think of like what set her off to go back. She just wants to go back to the island because she's rotten to the core and not get married. And, and they have her all dressed up in like, she's like blonde and white dress. Yeah, I mean, that's as far as the character development went is I don't like that I have blonde hair or this dress. Therefore, I'm leaving now and going back to (laughs) just not Disneyland. I want to be I want to be goth or whatever. Yeah, I want to put fingerless gloves on my hands. Yeah. (laughs) So she goes back and that kind of sets off a whole thing where it's like they had this rivalry before and she wants and the Ursula's kid wants the wand to let everybody go. And that's something too I thought about is I'm kind of like still weirded out by the whole barrier and thing. It is you know, so like, fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. It's like a build the wall situation. A hundred percent. I don't know if the movie is prepared to answer for the political ramifications they're bringing up by making this. <laughs> it's so fucked up because basically it's like, okay, here's this white male bread at uh disneyland who has a list of the the bad kids that he can bring over fuck your list i swear to god if she said at the end there's a point at the end where they're like can you do something for me like i want to bring over some kids from the island and she's like can i give you a list or something and it felt so weird to me it was like this (laughs) dude no 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 it felt so gross here's what i want to happen ryan uma needs to take control because she is a leader everyone we established that and they need to fucking invade disneyland mm-hmm. okay yeah they're gonna invade it they're gonna well bring can i ships. tell can we just like skip real quick to the end and the, yeah. the major twist of the movie because i was shocked okay shocked and i was like this is the, do i love this movie <laughs> yeah i fucking love it i fucking um, love it too yeah <laughs> so so, I mean, there's there's a lot of shenanigans that happen, but there's basically the re- recreation of the the ending of Little Mermaid at the end of this a little bit, mm-hmm. where they're showing up and it's the gala or whatever, and Ben and Mal are and Mal's getting ready. She's finally like accepting, kind of like, oh, I I got to be with Ben, which is really stupid. But then Ben shows up to the party with Uma, our major villain of the movie. And I was like, oh, my God, this movie is going, is doing something cool. Yeah, I was <laughs> so on board, Ryan. I can't even tell you. Was that? Oh, I was just saying I was so on board with that. Oh, yeah. Like, I knew was she was like... going to be under a spell, but I was like, no, I, this this can be the end. This is great. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I, I figured, like, after, like, it gave me, like, it was like two minutes and then I was like, oh, it's a spell. It's like the whole Ursula thing, you know, kind of situation at the end of Little Mermaid. But there was like a two, a minute and a half there where my mouth was agape and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> it, yeah. And so um, like there wasn't any cool twists like that in the in the first movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, Not at all. It was quite the twist. 
where she shows up and it ends up she's he's under a spell and it's so stupid. They like show everyone in the party is like, what? He showed up with her. And, and then he made like a stained glass of her and Mal. And that's what like makes him, her feel like he loves her. And I was like, what? Why? I was like trying to, it was really weird. Yeah. You know what, King, you're going to want a queen by your side. And there's only one queen in this movie. Her name's Mal. Nope. No, it's freaking Uma. Her name's Uma. Uma. You mean Uma. Not Mal. Uma. <laughs> yeah. And she looked cool in her like kind of like a dressed up kind of look. I mean, she looked cool throughout the whole thing, but like I, I was just like, damn, this is Ursula. You yeah. Know? It was cool. It was sweet. I thought they did such a good job with that whole character arc. Um, yeah. Even though, I mean, I meant to say this toward the beginning that. Uh, even though I, I think I did like this one more in the first one, it did feel very long and I watched it even in two sittings and mm-hmm. it felt like one of the longest movies ever. And it's because the third act ends with f- half an hour, 40 minutes left basically. And that so there's like a fourth act of the movie and that's like, you know, they save Ben from the, like a, the hook set basically. And they go back to the Disneyland and have that whole scene. And there's like another movie basically. You know <laughs> so, what? I was thinking that too, but then what I did was I took one of these rocks that I have, charge rocks, mm-hmm. I plugged it into the outlet next to me, and it turns out it's not long. It's the perfect length for a movie. So good. So good. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So it's, it's a weird movie. It's, yeah. So it's, it's just a bunch of shenanigans mostly. I think the songs are a little better. Yeah. Do you they, think so? Way catchier. A little catchier, a little bit more like even though they're they're pretty ridiculous and especially when the I felt like their dancing is so aggressive. What do you think? Like they're always like pounding like the floors and stuff. <laughs> like That is that is classic Ortega to do the aggressive dancing. And yeah. I say, "Do your thing, Mr. Ortega." <laughs> but you're right. And okay, can I tell you the thing that just like skeezed me out the most? And it's that? it's kind of related to that. Um, it was also in the first one, too. But did you notice that every single scene, no matter what two characters it was between, was so sexually charged? Every single fucking scene. Am I crazy? Um, maybe. It's so, uh, Yeah, I guess. Like, okay. Think about the one with Hook, Harry, and Mal when she's like, here, I wrote it down because it was so charged. Oh, was it like the hook pun? Yeah, it was like... Hook me. She says, hook me. He, right? it, oh, yeah, she says, hook me. And then he's like, I could hurt you. And that's what the hook guy says. And then uh, Mal's like, not without her permission, I bet. It's like so oh. unnecessarily sexually charged. Oh, there was another one. Shut your. Sh- I forgot who said it, but it was shut up your clam. Yep, shut your clam. Heard that too. Shut your clam. What was the context for that? I don't remember. Uh, wasn't it Ursula yelling at her daughter? I want to say. That might have been it. Did you know that uh, Ursula was played by Whoopi Goldberg? She only had like two lines and you never I saw I read that, her but face. it was like one line. Yeah. yeah. That, I, I, I was waiting for Ursula to show up because this one doesn't have um, all the parents in it like the first one did. Right. I feel like they probably couldn't get the star power back for the second one. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it kind of helped a little bit. In yeah. In my opinion. I do too. Because, 
I mean, I think the parents stuff is fun, but they got to commit to the roles and and be yeah. the characters if they're going to do it. I, I think the movie is, you're right, is pretty rocky until they go back to that island. Right. To, uh, and I was also telling you this because you were saying that everyone looks like they're Instagram filtered. This movie, it I don't think there's a, a more brightly lit movie ever made. Nope. Where every light is on. They, they're blasting everyone with light. That's why their faces look like that. Because yeah. there's, there's no shadow on their faces. So it's just like... <laughs> terrifying it's like i'll say it's most flatly made movie it's like flatter than the avengers movies which are basically like like i don't know it, it's a thing people always talk about that there's no contrast in those movies and i think a, in a re and people have said they think it's why they do this now is to make the movie look good on any t any device any tv because they know kids are watching these on ipads they know they're watching them on like phones or in airplanes or they're watching them at home. There, there's never, there's no theater experience, especially. And so all of the Avengers movies, and I think this, everything's lit. So there, it doesn't matter what your TV looks like; it's gonna look this, you know, like something, you know. <laughs> so, I think that's a good fan theory. I mean, that's, I mean, that's my fan theory of the week because they, it, it is like, yeah, there's no shadows. It's just everything is just, it's, it's, it's kind of lit, like, um, um. I guess kind of like High School Musical was with that too, but that felt like it had sort of a style to it. But, yeah, um, but you were saying it like hurts your eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's like so bright, so bright and like no shadows that I was like, ah, it just it hurts. It's it like does. blinding me. And like I had a headache after I was watching it, and I was trying to figure out why, and it's literally because it just burnt my retinas. Because <laughs> it is so colorful. Yes, and, but and pastel. But it's almost funny because the colors don't pop because it's everything is so bright. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like, so I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's like almost like just rainbows are getting shot into your eyes. You're like, <laughs> I mean, and you know what? You just gotta charge it. There was a weird one too. Another weird line was, "Does an ogre like a cheesy puff? Or like <laughs> cheesy puffs." That's a classic Ortega line, if ever I heard. That was one. classic. All the kids are saying that after after this movie. Oh yeah. Um, I also was like, damn, are they? Why are they fucking with this wand again? It's like a big, the big deal is like the the MacGuffin is the fairy godmother's wand. And they can three D print it now. Sure. Oh yeah, right. I forgot about that. <laughs> they three D print the wand to to give um give ursula's kid so they don't give her the real one. Basically, they trick her for a whole two seconds. But then there's. But then I'm watching it, and this is toward the end, or the last half, really. And they're having, like, a big sword fight on um, what looks like the Hook set. And I was watching, thinking that, I was like, I bet I would like this as a kid, because I loved Hook. A lot of, like, people say Hook's bad. I still, like, I love Hook. But, like, just, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. You know, a little more cheesy, not as, like, well done. But I was just like, I bet I would like this one more if I was I was watching this as a kid. Yeah, I I mean, there's just a lot more to like here. It's a lot more fun. Like you said, the songs are actually catchy and memorable. Some of them. You're right. What was the, oh, the one, um, Chillin' Like a Villain? I feel like I've heard that before. Like, I before love even, that song. That was, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Like a pretty good little catchy song. And um, I feel like I must have heard it before seeing this movie. Because I was like, I think I've heard this before. Or it's just one of those songs that like, oh, this one's like actually pretty good. That feels like something you've heard before. I mean, the whole concept of that was ridiculous that these kids are were such 
bad kids. I'm going to teach you how to slouch and how to wear a beanie and how to have spikes on your freaking jacket, man. I, I had, I said his Ben's rhinestone jacket. Cause I have. Yeah. He looks real bad in that. What a bad boy. Also I have, there was a, that fencing thing. There's like a fencing that's kind of setting up the sword fighting for later is that, um, uh, Carlos has like a, <laughs> is like captain of the fencing team. Yes. Well, not really fencing. They're sword fighting, but they have fencing helmets on. Um, they never had a competition though. They're getting ready for the competition, but they never had that moment in the, in the movie. No, cause no one gives a fuck about Jay and Carlos. <laughs> it's all about Mal. You know, I feel bad though, bad though for is this like shoehorned in, shoe in thing is the whole, um, what's Mulan's daughter's name? Lonnie. Lonnie. As in Mulan. Oh yeah, of course. Um, her whole thing felt so, I felt so bad for her because like they basically, she wants to play, be in, that, that's her introduction into this movie is that she, re, you know, reveals her helmet that she's been sword fighting the whole time we're like ooh, a girl a girl can't be on the team i was like what year is this made and then uh <laughs> ryan 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 this is when your non-knowledge of mulan is going to come into play oh i know i know the idea of mulan okay it was like her the whole thing of mulan which i, I think is cool but it was just still like are they really doing this um but then like she disappears from the movie there's a moment when they're going to the island and she's like can i come and she and, and she goes, but she doesn't have any lines between this, you know. And then she kind of fight. You see her fighting at the thing. But she never. She's not a character. She's just there to be the fighter. You Did know? they rose her? They fucking rose Tico'd her. That's fucked. And she actually, she's my nicey nicey of the week. Cue the song. No. Because she is so nicey nicey. I love her and they need to make more use of her. That's what I think. So this movie is so fucking long, right? It's two hours yeah. long. And yet, why is there no character development for anyone? What is all the time being taken? I just don't think you have time for character development. But what else is going on? I, that's, what I'm just, that's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> it's all just shenanigans with wands and crowns and 3d printing and it's just like talking dogs and dogs that are talking and making stupid jokes like there's no you know i don't know they just don't really care about any of that it's kind of sad <laughs> you talk about with um uma and there was kind of that moment where she's just like talking to ben and he and he's kind of understanding where he she's like I felt so bad when you took them and, and left us or something like that. And he was like, Oh, I had plans to bring everybody over across the border, but it didn't work. You know? Yeah. I was too busy he, being the king. He was too busy Shut being up, king. Kid. I'm over it. Yeah. He sucks. He sucks so hard. And I remember He's when, uh, Uma and Mal were fighting with each other as like the dragon and the Ursula. Oh, that, we, we even mentioned that. How That was pretty cool. I thought that was tight. And he's like, we have to listen and respect each other. Yeah, easy for you to say, guy who has all the fucking power in this situation. Get out of here. We need to. No, we don't need to play within the system. Uma's right. We need to bust the system to the ground. Burn it down. Am I right, Ryan? Yes. At this point, Uma, she's a big friggin' squid lady. Yeah. 
and Mal turns into a dragon. <laughs> you know, and, and Uma should have grabbed him, grabbed him with the tentacles, lifted him up, and let freaking Mal just burn him to a crisp right there. Yes. And they both, they both should have took over that the whole land right there. Yes, it could have been they, Midsomar. Yeah, they're both basically the most powerful beings. It seems like in the Disney world. Yeah, he can't do shit. Oh, he like it's so funny because he like takes off his jacket. He's gonna jump in the water, but before he does, he's like, ah! Like he does like a like a <laughs> like he's the he's beast. Like, Get out of he's here! He's like kid. growling like the beast, but he, it's literally it sounds like his voice. So he's just like, ah! I thought he was gonna turn into the beast, and that would have been me cool. too. But he just jumps in the water, and he didn't have to jump in the water. He's like, stop, you two. Let's all respect <laughs> like, each other. Get out of here. He sucks. Yeah, I hope he gets his. I hope he just gets like Mal just turns into a dragon and eats his head off. Me too. I hope that Uma breaks down the wall between the two places, and all the villains just come in and fuck everything up. That's what. That's the movie I want to make. That's what. That's what should have happened in this one. But maybe that happens in the third one. Maybe they're saving it. I hope so. I thought this was was gonna happen. Is you saw that um, Evie, um, Evil Queen's daughter, is sort of like becoming her own in the new world, and seems like she likes it. You know, like she's like comfortable with the new uh, preppy, good world they're in, and she has a now a boyfriend with our boy Dopey, Ugh. who is a real creep, a real nice week. nice boy. You know, nope. a real fuck boy. You know, he has malicious intentions, bad vibes. He does. Do you see like how like she he basically starts accusing her of having another person, you know, man or something? Yeah. And you know what? I don't see a ring on this finger. Dopey, Doe, whatever your name is. What's his name? Dodo. I don't know. (laughs) But he uh, but she seems like she's good. She seems like she's not having issues. And I thought there was going to be a thing where. It was going to be a switcheroo where she realizes she'd fit in better as the princess of the land. That's how I thought the story was going to go. I think, like, somehow the worlds have to come together in the third one, right? Yeah, I'm sure. If if, if they ended it, like, um, in some way, that I bet it kind of has, like, a... It has to happen, the last one. Do you think this is the first decom with a stinger? It did. It had a whole thing where... Uma with her tentacles and all is like, you think this is the end of the story? Something I watched though that was recommended to me was um a descendant short story that I watched. Oh no. Did you watch this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all I'm all in now on descendants. I love it! These charred rocks. Oof. <laughs> uh and it's like a little nine minute thing. And I was like, oh, maybe this is like a prelude to the third one. Like a little little thing. Um, ends up being, it's actually a music video cover of Stronger by Kelly Clarkson. What? But sung by Mal and Uma. Basically. But why? It's like, a, it looks like it is like a, it's sort of like a prelude, uh, a prologue, I mean, to the next movie. Because it has Dizzy in it. But she looks like she's like three years older. Anyway, she's like, uh, and it's like a whole thing where Mal has like a dream where she sees, she goes underwater and sees Uma and they basically have like a, they sing stronger at each other. But really she was just in with Dizzy on the beach, you know, and it's like, 
she's like, Mal, wake up, kind of thing, you know. But it's not. And it looks a like Disney it's set, it's setting up the next one. It's just the song "Stronger" by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, but they sing it though. Okay. Isn't that weird? Interesting. <laughs> what kind of like uh, contract does Kelly have with Disney? I don't know. I didn't realize it was it until the, the chorus kicked in. <gasps> realize makes you stronger. And I was like, who sings? Is this Katy Perry? I forgot who this is. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Ryan, I have a fan theory. What? From the second you win American Idol, ABC, who's in cahoots with Disney, owns you for life. And so that's why this happened. I think American Idol's on Fox. Oh. But they actually own Fox now. Well, there you go. So... No, comes around. <laughs> did you know that Bobby Moynihan was the dog? I did not. He was. And such a waste of Bobby Moynihan. That dog had no funny jokes to say. Nothing. Not not one not one little thing. You know, a talking dog and you're not gonna do anything. Did you get some Hamilton vibes from that uh fight song they were doing? Is it the one that they kind of out when they're on the pirate ships? Yeah, and they're like rapping back and forth at each other. Yeah, they kind of like speak rap or speak uh, sing to each other. Mm-hmm. Whenever they have people in these decoms rapping, that it was bad. I was not liking that part. Have no business rapping. I don't understand yeah. why they do it. This is before they break out into sword fight. So I could see this is the one. If I was a kid, I would step out of the room for a second or look down at my toys or something while I wait for them to start fighting <laughs> during that part. <laughs> Oh. Or play Game Boy or something. That's classic, Ryan. Ryan, there was a kiss. Did you see it? Oh, I did. I said decom kiss, exclamation point. This is getting, where are my family values, Ryan? I need the Where's little. Where's the family-friendly sticker on this guy? Yeah, the one with the dove on it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a decom, there's a kiss. We have to see, when we start watching these, we'll keep track of when kisses happen. But this is the first one I think I can think of that I've seen. Is it? Do you, can you think of one? I'm always keeping track, Ryan. This is the first one. They had to kiss in High School Musical, right? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe in High School Musical. That must have been the start. They were like, these kids can handle some kiss. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, they might as well. Everything is so damn sexually charged. Every single scene. I'm telling you, Ryan. Um, can I read you, uh, unless you have any other notes, I was just like, I was thinking about like a young kid watching these and getting real invested in it and real invested in like the lore of it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Just like what's going on in this world. Okay. And it, apparently there's three novels that kind of take place before and in between these movies. Mm-hmm. And it's funny looking at the covers because they don't look like they they made them look like they're like older looking covers, like kind of Harry Potter ish, but like just the title, like they don't look like cartoony. I can tell that they were like, let's try to get this toward you know teens that don't want to look like they're reading cartoony Disney crap, you know, like they're kind of adult looking. But the first book is called Isle of the Lost, which is basically a prequel to the whole show, and it kind of tells you all the background between. Uh, Uma and Mal and all that stuff. But reading this description felt so wild to me. Can I just read this to you? I'm excited, yes. So it's called Isle of the Lost, which is basically all the, which sounds like, this sounds like the better movie, in my opinion, because we like this stuff on the the aisle. 
Um, a prequel novel called Isle of the Lost by Melissa Del La Cruz has the villain, villain's descendants banding together to, to retrieve the dragon's eye. And this is the book came out in 2015, so I think it was a little bit before this. It says, besides detailing about the children of Maleficent Jafar, Cruella DeVille, and the Evil Queen, it also talks about some of the known locations of the Isle of the Lost, like Dragon Hall, the only school on the Isle of the Lost, Goblin Wharf, which is operated by goblins who would like, who, <laughs> who would like amnesty for, um, for their involvement with Maleficent. Um, bargain Castle, which sells enchanted robes and bargain hats while the top floor is where Maleficent lives. Jafar's Junk Shop, which is owned by Jafar, as mentioned in the film. Castle Far Away, where the evil queen lives. Hell Hall, where Cruella de Vil and the Isle of the Doomed, which is hidden next to the Isle of the Lost. The sorcerer's cell, Yen Sid from Fantasia, is uh, positioned here by the King Beast to work at Dragon Hall to help the students with formerly magical parents adapt to more modern methods since the Isle of the Lost barrier negates all magic. Fantasia, that's a reach. It, it just going and it even goes farther. So it basically it seems like every <laughs> all the villains now have like work working class jobs mm-hmm. and all run shops and and have little stores and stuff. It says other villains mentioned or hinted to be on the Isle of the Lost are Captain Hook from Peter Pan, who is mentioned to own Hook's Inlet and Shack, and his father of Harriet, CJ, and Harry Hook. So Harry has two siblings, of course. Ursula from The Little Mermaid, who owns Ursula's Fish and Chips, uh, while the Strait of Ursula that's named after her is is what separates the Isle of the Lost from Charmington, as well as her being the mother of Uma and other sea witches. And then Dr. Fassifler from The Princess and the Frog, who was the founder of Dragon Hall and the father of Freddy and Selena Fassifler. There's all these characters. Uh, you got the character from Tangled in here. Uh, Cinderella. Let's see. Um, Clayton from Tarzan <laughs> is there. Father of Clay Clay Clayton. So stupid. Shere Khan from Jungle Book, who owns Shere Khan Ponds. <laughs> are they trying to make this as fucked up as it is? So what are you saying that if you work a, a blue collar job, like what the fuck is? What are they trying to say with this elitist bullshit? The coachman from Pinocchio, who operates a taxi cab pulled by normal donkeys after spending a year rounding up boys he had turned into donkeys. The, the social implications of this are fucked up. The horned king from the Black Cauldron, that's a deep cut, who is mentioned to own Cauldron Repair. Sure. Claude Frollo from the Hunchback of Notre Dame owns Frollo's Crepery. He's a crepe shop. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's just it's it's wild. It's just funny reading this, and it's like all these people and they own all these shops and stuff. And so that's that area. And then over in Arendelle, everyone's like a king or a prep school king, a prep school king. Yeah, they're basically just like prep. their this money, you know. They don't do anything work. You know, they might work at the school or something like that. Burn it down. Burn it. Burn it down. down. <laughs> they probably don't pay taxes. Oh, yeah, but, uh, they probably have fucking offshore accounts. Put all their offshore accounts in fantasy land. Am I right? <laughs> oh, my God. In the second book, Return to Isle of the Lost, it got introduced Hercule's son. If you had to guess who what Hercule's son name is, what would you say? Herman. <laughs> Pretty close. Herbie. A bit closer. 
Hurley. You're real. Uh, you're closer on the last one. Just think stupider. Herb. Her, her with Hercule, or, or I mean, with uh, yeah, Hercules. I mean. Wait, what is the name? Hercules' son. Yeah, Herb. It's Herky. Herky. <laughs> They're not even trying. All right. What about Pinocchio's son? Pee-pee. <laughs> Pee-pee. This is worse than schma. It's Pin. pin. Yeah, the name <laughs> Pin, you know, the classic name Pin. Grumpy son Gordon. Bruh. I just imagine like a kid that's obsessed with this and knows all this shit. You know, I'm sure they're they're out there. It's just you at this point. <laughs> it's just me. I got I went through all this stuff because I was like, I'm getting in this. Um, cause I love the Descendants. <laughs> yeah, but Descendants too. I, I mean, we talked all over the place with this thing, but I, even though if it felt like the longest movie I've ever seen in my life, um, it, I think it's better than the first one. I think we were right that they somewhat get it a little bit better with the second one. I agree. And you know what, Ryan? This is without tr- to take it. I mean, I have done t- 5,000 charge rocks today, but I love it. Yeah. I love the descendants too. I love it. <laughs> Say it with Love's me, Ryan. a strong word. So yeah, I, I mean, there's improvements, even though I think Mal and our, and Ben are just nothing. Yeah. I don't care. Get them out of the movie for all I care. They're like nothing people. I want to see the political strife between the bad the the bad guys in Disneyland. That's that's the movie. I want to see a a a crime drama, like a like an like a law shit. People couldn't see that you did air quotes for bad guys. Oh, yeah, I put air quotes around bad guys. <laughs> because they're rotten to the bone. They need to freaking tear down that wall. It is it is really weird and and especially that list. Can you get a list of good people to bring fuck that Ugh. man so gross me and new king we need to we need to do mutiny then you tear it down it's 2020 new president new king of disneyland maybe in the third one they do i hope maybe so. in the third one they i hope all hell's broken loose me too in the third that's one. what i want to see so it's on this one's on when we we weren't sure about the first one i think now i'm gonna say it's off the, the first yeah. one we said it was a flicker before because we weren't sure about it. We were still stewing on it since it's new to us. Yeah, with strode lights. Let's go ahead and turn that off. Let's turn the first one off. Click. And this one's on. It's so, on. Uh... It's never going off. We love it. <laughs> so, so, I mean, can we make predictions for what's going to happen in Descendants 3? Yes. I think we're going to find out who Mal's dad is. <gasps> oh, shit. If you would have just spoiled that for me, I would have been so pissed, Ryan. Oh, I can't wait. I, I bet you you find out in the first like five minutes of the next movie. I think what if her dad is the prince from Sleeping Beauty? Oh, shit. Damn. Oh, shit. I have a prediction. What? They're going to cut Ben's head off and put it on a stake. And parade it through town. This is the new land. They should like put it like on top of never there's the statue of the beast in front of the castle. They should like stuff it on like a stick on that. Yeah. You know? So it's like the beast's body with his he- severed head on top of it. Mm-hmm. God, he sucks. He sucks. 
when he starts singing, it sucks. I'm sorry, kid. Just be be better. Get some get some Kirsten Storms energy. Get some elixir, bud. He's no Zac Efron. He thinks he's Zac Efron. <sighs> Not even close. Not even close. He's got it. Zac Efron, he's got the sparkle eyes. Do you think that, like, say, because Zac Efron's older, but, like, say, if he was, like, 10 years younger, would he have been this part? You think he would have done a pretty good job? Yeah, he would have been way better. The kid just, I, I hate him. He's just, like, a he's a piece of bread who talks. What's her name would be better as Mal as well? As, oh, Gabriella. Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. She'd be better, too. I don't know what it is about her that rubs me the wrong way. She just feels so, like, not a person. <laughs> it's weird. She just, she feels like a walking Instagram filter. And I can't explain it other than that. It's very strange. Yeah. When um, the evil queen, Evie, has, like, a kind of, like, a thing about her, but she pulls it off. She pulls off the sort of, like, she has it together. She just has it together. She's confident. Maybe that's what it is. She's confident in her character. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Did we say, did you give a creep of the week or a heebie-jeebies, whatever, we were, whatever it's called? Bell's uh, the beast, the dad. He's just, I don't know. I don't like his face. He seems like he's an alcoholic behind closed doors. Oh yeah, he has he has <laughs> It's like, oh son, when I when I was your kid, I was just a beast. Couldn't see my own dick. It was just covered in fur. <laughs> Good thing your mom showed up and I kept her hostage. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, all these fucking <laughs> all these Fucking candlesticks and clocks are dancing around and shit. Ugh. Honey, I, I'm scared of your, your father. Ah, sorry. Oh, 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 here, here you go. Here's a rose. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Uh, you don't know love. You don't love me. People used to love me. Help me. <laughs> What's a beast song? I'm the beast. <laughs> what you say. Be is the beast. a beast. Be a beast. Rawr, rawr, rawr. I am the beast. Be a beast. Be a beast. <laughs> These charge rocks are something. I love them oh so much. Be a beast. That's the only song from... From being the beast. Yeah. That is the song. <laughs> um, what? Tale as old as beast. <laughs> the beast and the beast. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all the songs. <laughs> I can't stop. The Drunken Beast. That's the new character for this like week. It. Yeah. And I he's a creep. He did. Gonna, I'll, I'll go with that. My creep was going to be that Matt guy or whatever his name was. Who? Or Mark. Is it Mark or Matt or what was it? It was the kid that was trying to make print stuff on make stuff on the, the 3D printer. Yeah, that kid was weird. Why did he keep going into their room? 
all that shit is cutting room floor bullshit. Yeah, get, get it out of here. Get it out. Why did it have to do with anything? Nothing. Yeah, so he was trying to make himself a crown for his outfit. I thought he was going to, like, try and take over being the king or something, but it no. came to nothing. He just wanted to use a 3D printer, which they have in the in their dorm room. I want those five minutes back. I wish they showed Ursula. Show us the Ursula cut. But I was surprised that she turned into um, a squid lady at the end. That was cool. I, I wanted it to look cooler, though, because I feel like her tentacles were too skinny. That was the main problem I had. It looked better than the, fir- the CGI than the first movie. Yeah, and know? I thought the dragon looked better than the first yeah. dragon, too. Yeah, so they got some more money. So I'm curious what the third one might look. Maybe the third one is like balls to the wall crazy. Oh, God, I hope so. I'm going to go watch it right now. <laughs> I guess that's Descendants 2, and stay tuned for Descendants 3 for December Descendants, or Descendants December, or December. December. (laughs) It kind of becomes December for December. Um, And uh, rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends, you know, let's get this, let's get this thing on. Let's get this decom on. Wait a minute. Don't you want to talk to me? (laughs) Wait. Who are you? It's me, Ucko. Ucko? Daughter of the ugly stepsister. Oh, wow. You kind of mentioned in the, the Descendants, too. Yeah, I was dizzy. She got to be in the film and not me because they said my face wouldn't look good on the camera. I mean, I can't really tell through do you, the, the Do you zoom. like my face? I mean, through the zoom, it looks fine, but it's a little bit dark and fuzzy, you know? I mean... I see that you're looking at my festering boil. I mean, I can see that thing friggin' bubbling right now. Um, Your uh, cousin seems like she works a lot. She looks like there's some child labor going on there. She works at like a hair salon. What do you do for a... Uh... Oh, that, that bitch. Can't believe they gave her the movie and not me. Uh, in, in, in my time, uh, I, I uh, collect all the beard clippings from the, the bad boys. <laughs> The beard, like from the shop or like just around, like on the ground? <laughs> on the ground. You're collecting those for a reason? Um, it's just what my sisters told me to do. I just go around on all fours like a little dog getting oh, the wow. clippings. It seems like there's some weird abuse going on around in that household. It seems like there's, there's been trouble for generations over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really allowed to show my face around my house because of the boil. <laughs> Do you have friends with mice or anything? Or No, I, I, I tried to befriend a wandering cockroach once, but he ran away in fear. <laughs> Man, you must be ugly. Ugh. What? what? You don't, oh, no, no, you don't think go, I'm um, ugly, do you? No, not at all. You're, you're, you're beautiful on the inside. You have a winning personality. That's what everyone always says. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean... You'll you'll find your place in the world, just like descendants. Can I sit by you? Uh, no, no, no. The seat's taken. All right. Plus, there's coronavirus, and we you know we can't be this close. Well, all right. Uh, I I know it's not because I'm ugly, because you said you liked. No, not at all, ago. Do no. you want to touch the boil? <laughs> uh, here. Uh, here, take some charge rocks with you. Maybe this will help you. Maybe you can 
electrocute that thing off or something. I don't know. Ooh. Am I beautiful? Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>